Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Round four is in the books. We're going to look forward to round five, six, and seven. In this video, we're going to be talking about the impact on all the players in all the teams there. We're very, getting very close to that round 13 big buy. So making decisions now in this middle period is gonna make it very difficult for you, or it's gonna set you up beautifully heading into those big ones there. We've got these middle buyers to contend with at the moment with the Titans. We've got the Sharkies, the Tigers, and also the Raiders over the next four weeks. So players in those teams, would you be bringing them in this week? I know a lot of people are trying to bring Nico Hines in, so that'll be very fun to watch how that plays out this week and how that hurts them potentially in round six. If you brought him in last week, then amazing. If you bring him in this week and you're breaking up your team, I'm seeing a lot of Cam Murray trade-outs already, so very interesting trading out someone that's averaging 58 and has lost most of his money already. Literally lost 30K of the week and is down a lot, so I think he's a clear hold. I know a lot of other smart coaches do as well. So well, very interesting to see how people blow up their team to get Heinz. And I understand there are ways to get to him that don't involve trading a clear gun. There are, there are other ways. So we'll talk through them in this one as well. But let's get kicking off with our first game of the week. And that was the Eels v Panthers. And plenty to speak about in this one. And really the time in possession was a massive one here. You had the Panthers with 30 minutes in possession and 33 minutes 49 for the Eels, and the reason for that is it was a lower scoring game. The completion rate was super high, so really good from both of those sides there. Runs were completely up there. Average set distance was close to 50 for both teams, and really that meant that they're actually holding onto the ball and not dropping it off to 20 meters and then going for a long one there. So big set distance and then big kicks on the back of it. So great, great signs for both of those teams going forward. And Panthers with the quickest play the ball speed again. 2.98, so even quicker than they were in that round one matchup when I went through them in the first place. So amazing work from them. Didn't help them win this game. Eels had a slow one and and showed that they could still win this one. So it's not everything, but it definitely shows why they've been so dominant over the last bunch of years, getting that quick play of the ball, getting out on the back of that. Eels just were able to finish really well, get a bunch of penalties, 
uh, penalty goals and go from there. But then, you know, the kicking was super important as well. Tackle, you know, defense there, 93.8% for the Panthers. They don't miss a lot, which is good. And you see here, they have 40 tackles. So that was crazy there as well uh, in that one. So that's our first game there. And let's move to those two teams. So their next three run. So the Panthers, we've got in round five, Raiders. Then you've got the Eagles and the Knights. So it does free up a little bit for the Panthers boys. So they've played three tough ones, Broncos, Rabbitohs, Eels. I expect them to come out and win this Raiders one after the back of a couple of losses. And I will be captaining Cleary this week, very simply. And then Manly will still be like a tight-ish match for him. Don't know which way it'll go, but that'll be pretty tight. And then the Knights, they should be able to get on top of them, you'd imagine. But yeah, Knights are winning a couple of their games of recent times. So that's that. And then the Eels obviously still don't have a buy till round 14. But you look at their their matchups now and it starts to get easier. So Eels players, if you're looking at any of them, I think they're a great option to pop into your side over the next few weeks. Roosters, Tigers, Dogs over the next three. Broncos is a hard one, but still after that, there's Knights, Titans, and Raiders following that. So Eels, definitely uh, great options heading forward into the next three games. Moving on to our next one there, the Storm v. the Tigers. There was a bit of a eh, game, wasn't it? With no one really dominating this one. Harry Grant having a tough one, but 30 minutes in, in possession to 27. So a fair bit less. So that's something important, guys, especially for those middles and the, the kickers, as we said there. They're going to get a few less points with less time in possession. Completion rate, wasn't ridiculous for the Storm. Not too great for the Tigers there. A few less runs for the team compared to that last game. Average play the ball speed, very average in that one. And then finishing off without your defensive numbers, 87% to 90. Actually, 90% for Tigers wasn't too bad. Tackles in this game was pretty up, yeah, up pretty decently. You do see games under 300 here. So this was really good for the Trent Leoros, the Katoas. And uh, you know, Harry Grant made a lot of tackles, didn't get plenty of attacking stats back there. So Storm... And the Tigers in that one. We'll move on to the Stormers. So they have their buy in round nine. Guys, just a, just a quick reminder. Rabbitohs, Roosters, Seagulls. So it doesn't really get too much easier for the Storm boys. And guys like Will Warbrick, I'd be worried about playing week to week now that they've got past the Tigers. So I wouldn't be too excited about playing him. Guys like Harry Grant will have to step up if the Storm need to and, and want to win these games. Guys like Trent Leoro and, and Katoa, I'm not too worried about in terms of their attacking stats. So don't stress with that one there. And then the Tigers who have their bye in round seven. So the next three is Broncos, the Eels, and then the bye. So you're looking at those two games and you don't see any reprieve for guys like Adam Dewey for your outside backs. Obviously, even like guys like Talau, you wouldn't expect Talau to come back before round eight. So you can sell him definitely or just use him as a looper week to week if you'd like to. But yeah, Tigers players in general, not super excited by any of them. You know, Bateman's injured now. So maybe you get some more game time out of Asul Kapoa. But again, that buy in round seven kind of hurts you there for sure. Let's move along to our next one there. And that was the Dolphins and the Broncos. So this one here, time in possession, very low for the Broncos. 24 minutes compared to 29 for the Dolphins. Just overall this game, uh, a few less errors, a few more errors, I should say. 70% uh, completion rate to 67. So thankfully it didn't hurt guys like Payne Haas, like Carrigan still was able to score well. It did hurt guys like Adam Reynolds. So you wouldn't expect completion rates to be down this low. And that's why Reynolds wasn't able to get a lot of tackle numbers, a lot of kick, kick meter numbers there, and even running the ball himself because the tackles that he would run the ball would be sort of on three, play three and four. And then kicking on, on play five, they weren't even able to get, uh, sorry, on, on tackle six there, they weren't able to get to that position very often. So not good on that front. Uh, meters... Gained runs were down. Play the ball speed really slow, so it really hurt them. C completion rates down. 
play the ball speed slow for the Dolphins wasn't good at all. And yeah, obviously defensive numbers weren't great, 84 and 86%. Tackles were still made for the Broncos, pretty low for the Dolphins there. So guys like Tom Gilbert weren't able to get uh, the amount of work that they'd want. Guys like Camiso were still able to run plenty because uh, the, the Broncos had a little bit less possession. But yeah, very interesting on that front with those guys. And, and so it's like guys like Lemuelu able to get some decent runs, but tackle numbers were, were down a little bit, you know, only 20 for him in his time on the park. So that's that with them. Let's go to the Dolphins. So they still have a buy in round 11. Just a reminder again, Dragons, Cowboys, and Bunnies. So the next two I'm not too stressed about for those players, guys like the Hammer, you could easily slot into your centers or wing fullback uh, with these two games, two teams that aren't going great. I think he can continue to score well. Guys like Lemuelu, I think are pretty safe on that edge at the moment. People looking at guys like Gwen Aiken. Someone asked me about Jeremy Marshall King today. All okay without being great options. So potentially avoiding them. Guys like Nichols, still solid, but I wouldn't be picking them up now. And then the Broncos side of the ball. So they have Tigers, Raiders, Titans. So still a very exciting three-game spread for those guys. You've got Reese Walsh, still a great option. Guys like Payne Haas, Carrigan should be able to get some sneaky attacking stats in there. Adam Reynolds should be fine over these three weeks, guys. Don't stress too much. You'd imagine it's a big bounce back score from Reynolds, so do not trade him out in this one. Okay, Cowboys v. Titans. So wasn't overly impressed with the Cowboys in this one. Time of possession was okay, 26 and 28 minutes. Completion rate also okay without being spectacular there. So they did their job, but runs were down. So if you're looking for someone with big run meters in these teams, like Tino, uh, wasn't... Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com exactly to be he raced still around a fair bit he was one of the guys that kind of got a play a run every set uh but yeah not for not for everyone in this one play the ball seed pretty good for cowboys kind of helped them across the line 3.7 for titans there and then the defensive numbers 85 percent. so a bunch of missed tackles you even saw like guys like reese robson get a, a host of them and 89 percent for the titans plenty of errors in this one 10 to 12 9 to 6 penalties uh, not very good at all. Tackle numbers, 313 to 317. So as you saw with Robson, he was one of those guys that had lower numbers, which wasn't great. And Tino was actually more lower tackle numbers than he was running numbers there. Okay, we move to those two teams. They obviously Cowboys are down there with their buy in 15. We've got Broncos in 16 there. So round five for them, Dogs, Dolphins, Warriors, Knights. So their next four. So really you'd hope for at least two out of four wins, I'd imagine, in that one. Warriors got them a few weeks ago. Hopefully they can bounce back here. And the Dogs one's going to be a tough clash. So, yeah, interesting. I still think the Cowboys, you know, guys like Chester are going to have a, a decent week. You'd hope that Robson could get some attacking numbers at some stage here. And that will be very helpful. Titans, they have their bye this week. So, guys, like I mentioned in the last video, guys, so come go back and check 
the sort of Thursday, Friday, Sunday, Sunday wrap-ups, get plenty of information there. But the Titans, guys, there's a few of them you might look to hold. There's a few that you might look to trade this week. And they come out of it and go Dragons in round six. So if you want some attacking numbers in that, that could be the week to get it. And they got Broncos and Dolphins and, and have their buy in round 13. So one in four, one in 13. So that's that. On that one, obviously, Origin players, they're going to miss two out of the next eight rounds. Is that right? Yeah, eight rounds there. So nine rounds, I should say. Uh, so yeah, if you want to trade them on, I completely understand on that one. Let's move to the Bunnies and the Eagles. And that was a pretty tight contest. You saw plenty of time in possession for this one. Big, big difference here. About an extra five to seven minutes on in this one. And completion rates were down a little bit. So not crazy. Uh, if it was 85%, there would have been a lot more time in possession, but still good run numbers, good kick meter numbers, obviously with, with guys like Ilias we saw. Uh, all did great jobs there. Play the ball speed was just average for all those guys. And yeah, going on from there, you've obviously got the tackle numbers, which are about to pop up. There you go, 94% for Manly. Still didn't help them win. And 87% for the Buns there with 383 tackles to 353. So yeah, big tackle numbers for Cook, for Murray, um, yeah, Chaboyevich, these types of guys did a good job on that front. So Bunnies and the Seagulls and the Buns, they have their bye in 16 as well. The next three games, it slowly starts to get easier for them. Very much the same as the Eels with uh, an improved roster, uh, improved run of games from here, but really not much. It's actually ridiculous how hard their games are because they've got the Storm this week. Thankfully for them, Storm aren't playing incredibly well. Then you got the Dogs. Dolphins are good this year. Dogs are improved. And you got Panthers, Broncos, Storm in there as well. So some easier games come round 11, but still a very tough run for the Bunnies. And, and hopefully that easier run through the middle part of the year when they have a few guys out for origin uh, does serve them well because it's very, very tough at this stage. So that's the uh, Bunnies there. And then Manly, have obviously got that clean run all the way through to round 14. And guys like Tavoyevich are still going to be a good option, guys. Knights, Panthers, Storm. Two of those three games are easier at the moment. Storm aren't the team that they once were. Panthers will be tough. But we got through that Rabbitohs one with Tommy, and I think he's still a solid option. You've got guys at DCE who are going to be good all the way until 13, but then you'll probably have to move him on because he misses 13 and 14 definitely. So that makes it hard in amongst you know, missing 16, 19, and the likes there. Okay, we move on. We've got a few more to go in this one. Warriors v. the Bulldogs. This was pretty close. Possession-wise was good. 29 to 28 minutes in that one. Completion rate very high, 88 and 81. So well done to both teams on that. Big run numbers there for the Warriors, a little bit more than the Dogs. Play the ball speed pretty slow across the board on that one. Offloads were even. We had the tackle numbers, 86% each. So shows that these both these teams still have a bit of work to do. And tackle numbers were decent. 327 to 357. Really good to see guys like Ford on the edge. They get 41 tackles when their their tackle numbers at 327 wasn't that spectacular. Okay, we move to the Warriors there who have their buy in round 12, which is good for anyone you're looking to pick up at this point because they'll play in 13 if they're non-origin. So Sharkies this week is going to be a little bit of a tough one, I think, with Nico back playing as well as he is. You got the Knights and the Cowboys in the Storm the next four. So not super worried about their run of games either. So I think they can win a couple of those. This Sharks one, I think, will be tough, though. Knights should be able to beat them. Cowboys probably could beat them again, to be honest with you. Uh, so that's that there. And the Doggies, so they play all the way up until round 13. But Cowboys, Rabbitohs, and Eels, the next three games is okay for them. It's going to be tough. Like, they want to try and sneak this Cowboys one because I think Rabbitohs and Eels and Sharks over the next three after that will be pretty hard. So just be aware of guys like Perham. They... 
probably makes it a little bit harder for him. Guys like Alamotti, so they're kind of play players that eventually in the next three to four weeks they might peak out in price generation. So keep that keep that in your mind when you're looking at those players there. And then the last two Knights v Raiders in this one, time possession was very high, so very good for those middles. Completion rate a little bit low for the Raiders there at 72, and that's a good reason why they lost and a big reason why. The Knights won in this one. 200 run meters for them. They actually didn't go as far. Average set distance, surprisingly. And annoying for Raiders. They couldn't capitalize on how many meters they were making every set. Very slow playable speed. So allowing extra meters there, but not uh, not being able to get quick playables. And they had less offloads in that, which is very strange. So, yeah, weird game how that played out for sure. Tackle numbers, very low for them. They missed a lot of tackles. So something that they needed to improve. The Knights had good completion and they tackled hard. Shocked that they won the game. Absolute shock, not. Uh, but yeah, errors low as well in that one. So Knights v Raiders, there are two. And then we'll finish with the Dragons and the Sharkies there. So our Knights, they have their bye in that awkward little spot, don't they? In round, round 10, I think it's kind of okay. If you're trading in guys now, Seagulls, Warriors, Panthers, semi-hard draw. Not super excited on them, apart from guys like Jaden Bradley is probably high on my list. Greg Marzu. Definitely a solid one as well. They could both be decent options for your side going forward. I wouldn't be too stressed on their run of games. Marzu a little bit more than what Braley, because he'll just tackle his, his heart out. Uh, but Raiders, you've got Panthers, Broncos, Dragons, then the bye. So pretty tough matchups. I think guys like Tarpany are going to be fine. You just clearly hold them all the way through. They don't have a bye until round 16 after after this one in round eight. So taps, if you don't have him, round nine is going to be cool. If you still own him, keep holding on steady. They're going to be good. And the last game there, Dragons and the Shaggy. So they had a big score in the end. It was 8-12 at halftime, and then it kind of dominated from there. But yeah, time and possession pretty low because there was so many points on in this one. Completion rate, both the same at 75%, but Sharks did just did so much more with the ball. So yeah, did a great job there. Not really much more to say apart from how good Nico was and how fast the team looked. Uh, but you know, 85% missed tackle rate. Pretty normal. Oh, sorry, 85% made tackles for, makes sense. But still plenty of tackles uh, in this one, 320 to 330, just because the game was played very fast. So it was like quick play the ball. Uh, sorry, get out there, super quick, run, get tackled, go from there. So that was that one. And let's move to those two teams in our discussion. We got the Dragons who have Dolphins, Titans, and Raiders. So not too tough for them. If you have Sloan, if you have Jack Bird, if you have these guys, I think they'll be fine to get some attacking stats over the next few weeks. And then the Sharkies, they have their buy in round six. So I think you should be aware that of that when picking up Hines. I get that he got a 98 last week. He played incredible and got 98. He won't play like that every week, but you know the Warriors have been playing good too. They're completing well. So if they continue to do that, he won't get as many opportunities. And yeah, Warriors have been solid. So yeah, I wouldn't be doing that. And anyone else in the Sharks team, don't pick them up now. Wait till round seven. And then you get a nice six-game run all the way through until round 13. You can make decisions from there. I'll be looking to get Nico in round seven, and I hope you do as well. Good luck with what you decide, and I'll catch you in the next few videos. One big one with Scoop and our team list one from there. See you later, guys.